Hello, and welcome to Global Data Themes Instant Insights. At Global Data, we define a theme as something that keeps a CEO awake at night, as businesses that invest in important themes will succeed, and those that don't will fail. Hello, and welcome to Instant Insights. I'm Emma Taylor, and today I will be talking to Emma Moore-McLoon and Charles Garrett, both from Global Data Technology, following their recent carrier audit and advisory report titled Selling 5G Standalone, What Difference Does It Make? So this report found that although around 30 mobile network operators worldwide have now launched standalone SA 5G, very few operators are referring to the technology in their business-to-consumer, go-to-market campaigns and marketing shout-outs. Hi, Emma and Charles. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Hi, thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. Glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on. Great. So um, first off, what is a standalone 5G, SA 5G? How, and how is it different from uh, past 5G deployments? Okay, so standalone 5G is really the next big evolution of 5G technology. And very simply, it applies the 5G new radio to an entirely new 5G network core. So until now, all 5G has been so-called non-standalone, which means operators have used a 5G RAN overlay and deployed it on top of their existing 4G networks. So if you like, standalone 5G is really the first true end-to-end 5G core-capable network. Absolutely. Um, and, and 5G standalone is a big deal because it's only with those standalone core capabilities that we really start seeing some of the, like the super high speeds and, and more importantly, the, the ultra low latency benefits that 5G has always promised. And from the carrier perspective, uh, moving to a standalone network will allow network slicing and certain other techniques that will provide better bandwidth, if, if you will, uh, more consistency. Right. So, yeah, really crucial development here. So in this report, uh, the focus here is is the lack of marketing for business to consumer, which is service marketing. So not network marketing. So why is standalone 5G missing from this service marketing dialogue? That's an excellent question. First and foremost, it's probably the limited coverage makes it difficult to launch a, a mass market style campaign. It's hard to to try to market something and tell people, turn people onto the benefits of it if they can't get it. It requires a 5G capable device. Uh, not all smartphones are 5G capable right now. So for a lot of people, it's gonna require a device upgrade. And uh, there's no signature use case yet. The chances are there's, you know, there's a lot of really, really interesting use cases in the pipeline, but while they're still in the pipeline, carriers are sort of stuck making it the argument that it's 5G, but more and better. And, and that's a very difficult marketing case. Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd say it's more than difficult. It's uncomfortable for a lot of operators. You know, there is an element here that non-standalone was perhaps oversold on these futuristic capabilities. So, you know, in marketing standalone, uh, operators kind of have to backtrack and on their earlier campaigns they basically have to admit that a lot of those promises were not going to be available until standalone of course they've been marketing non-standalone for several years so you know operators really don't want to test their their customer patients by apparently contradicting themselves at this point 
Yeah, of course. That's an interesting tension. Um, but but there are some exceptions. Um, so who are, who are these exceptions who are uh, talking about, you know, SA 5G in their service marketing? And, and why are they the exceptions? Right. Well, there is from the audit, we only found a handful of exceptions there. At MRI. Most operators are kind of putting their head in the sand and refusing to market it to consumers because they don't know how. But the really interesting case studies are all in Asia and particularly in Singapore, we see two operators going head to head with some really aggressive marketing messaging for services and networks. Um, we've got M1 Singapore, which brands its own standalone 5G as true 5G, and that is also a premium service option. And then we've got Singtel talking about 5G now. It's got a whole different set of pricing for that. Um, but if you look at these two marketing campaigns, you'll see no truly new signature use cases or even values or benefits for the consumer space. Standalone 5G is just faster, more responsive than previous gens. And of course, for the, from an end user standpoint, that's pretty inadequate. Um, by and large, even the Singapore operators are struggling to make a distinctive or valuable marketing pitch for standalone. And that really points to uh, problems wider uh, in, in, in the market as well. Yes, sounds like a tall order. Uh, so how do you think operators can highlight uh, standalone 5G's benefits to consumers while simultaneously helping push the application ecosystem forwards? What, what would your advice be? Well, I think that first and foremost, they need to start marketing 5G standalone with something besides just faster than 5G, you know, or faster than 4G. They need to start refining pitches, you know, and really they can follow the front runners in this space. They can make references to service experience, network reliability, security benefits, all of the bonuses for consumers that are outside the ultra fast speeds. Um, they can pivot towards fixed wireless access. It's going to be a very disruptive cord cutter solution. And in a lot of regions that have poor fiber availability, they're going to be able to offer broadband-like speeds to people for the very first time. That should be first and foremost in a lot of their marketing literature. And while they're doing all of this, you know, they, 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 they need to be continue that active engagement in the ecosystem working with platform dividers, working with device manufacturers, myriad stakeholders, because education institutional uh, education institutions and a, a lot of other organizations are involved in this. But they need to be working with them actively to establish those use cases in, in augmented reality, in cloud gaming, online education, and other immersive metaverse applications. Interesting. And and in your report, one of the benefits uh, you reference is is the ESG benefits of uh, standalone 5G. So are, th are these actual ESG benefits or do you think there's just, you know, potential danger of greenwashing there? Great question. Yes and yes. There are actual energy efficient savings uh, in standalone 5G. Look, 4G was more efficient than 3G, 5G was more efficient than 4G, standalone 5G is even more efficient than 5G. These are troubled environmental times, energy efficiency, energy security are big issues in this day of a war with Ukraine and, and energy uncertainty. It is actually true 
that standalone 5G has a good sustainability uh, case. The problem is, of course, that you can only really market something like this when you've got 100% coverage and 100% of your users have standalone 5G capable devices, and we're not there yet. Um, we have seen a couple of cases where operators have tried to refer to it, you know, in Germany, O2 talks about standalone as being lightning fast and jitter free, well we've heard those cases before, but it also talks about it being energy saving, and I think we're going to hear a few more of those battery saving, energy saving arguments in the future. But again, to your point, Emma, you know, when, when we're talking about marketing green, then all operators know there's a lot of work to be done in terms of making sure consumers have all the information um, to be able to judge the veracity of that green case themselves. Um, so we need to talk about megahertz and networks and ah, that's all too much physics for a, a sexy marketing campaign. And that, that's problematic for the industry. Definitely. Well, thank you, Emma and Charles, for those instant insights on your report, Selling 5G Standalone, What Difference Does It Make? Thanks for listening. And from us in Thematic Intelligence, see you next time. <laughs>